2: It's only films to be buried with. Hello and welcome to Films To Be Buried With. My name is Brett Goldstein. I'm a comedian, an actor, a writer, a director, a Panini album and I love films. As Albert Camus once said, the only real progress lies in learning to be wrong all alone which is why you should never take a date to see Justice League at the IMAX. Wise words from Albert Camus. Every week I invite a special guest over, I tell them they've died, then I get them to discuss their life through the films that meant the most to them. Previous guests include Kevin Smith, January Jones, Ricky Gervais and even Ed Gamble. Can you believe it? But this week my amazing special guest is genius comedy writer Dan Swimer. There is about 30 tickets left for the BFI show tonight with Nish Kumar, End of Decade special. Uh, Come along, bring your Films of the Decade chat. We'll have a right old time, we'll wear Santa hats, we'll do a Muppet sing-along. It'll be the night of our lives. Also, get on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Brett Goldstein to help support the show for just £2 a month. You'll get extra guest questions for most of the episodes, you'll get videos, guest list tickets, recommendations, all sorts of stuff. This week there's about 30 minutes extra with Dan Swimer. And it's all gold stuff. And you know what? Because it's nearly Christmas, I've left a little treat on this free podcast giving you a bit of the extra that goes on the Patreon one because it's so fucking good. Dad's so great. Also, if you are looking for Christmas gifts... Why not go to podcastmerch.co.uk forward slash films to be buried with and buy some merch? Imagine giving your grandma, sh- Christmas, it's Christmas Day, grandma's there, what have I got? She opens up a big old present, it's a big old hoodie to keep her warm over winter. She puts it on and on the front it says, troubling boners, worrying wide What could be more Christmas? So, Dan Swimer, if you don't know Dan Swimer, and it's probably fair that you don't, it's because... He is a reclusive genius responsible for most of the things that you love. He co-wrote Grandma's House with Simon Amstel. He co-writes Simon Amstel's stand-up. He's written and co- works with Sasha Baron Cohen. He wrote with me and Catherine Tate on the Nan specials. He's basically a funny, brilliant genius writer but what he doesn't like is being out in public doesn't like doing public speaking it's not for him all that but then I convinced him to come on this podcast and you'll see he should do a lot more of it he's fucking brilliant I think you're really going to enjoy this one so that is it from me I very much hope you enjoy episode 75 of films to be buried with Hello and welcome to Films to be Buried with. It is me, Brett Goldstein, and I am joined today by a reclusive superstar of comedy, a writer, a panel show jokist, a artist, a father, a husband, not a husband, (laughs) a man. A a writer of things. I love how normally on this show, (laughs) normally
0: on this podcast, everyone's got a long list. (laughs) Writer really struggling. Some other like characteristics.
2: (laughs) Drives a car sometimes. Yes, he has been known to use public transport. Possessor of a nose. He has a nose and a face to go with it. Please, he also has a gold tooth, and that is actually true. Please welcome to the show the incredible Mr. Dan (laughs) Swiber. I'm so happy to be here. I'm such
0: a big fan of your podcast.
2: Well, let me explain to the listener that Dan Swimer, if you don't know him, you do know his work. And if you don't know his work, you better get into it. Because Dan Swimer is a co-writer with Simon Amstel of one of the great British sitcoms of the last 15 years. I'll take it. Grandma's House, an absolutely extraordinary show. That's very sweet. I loved it. I think it's almost flawless. It's a really, really... Oh, that's very kind.
0: I mean, not enough people say that to me. So I think it's just you, really. And Andy Nyman, he
2: said it last week. whenever you very this. And And a very talented man. He's brilliant. And by the way, I must also say to the listener, Dan Swyman never does public appearances. He is the J.D. Salinger of comic (laughs) science.
0: One of the very few times that I decided to do something publicly mm-hmm. because I, it's not really my kind of thing yeah uh, when grandma's house came out and I knew it wasn't something I should do Simon and I did an interview together for uh, a major British newspaper we sat there they took our photographs I felt very special very important <laughs> and the guy very sweet man interviewed us both and like the week that the show came out this Big spread in the newspaper came out. Lovely big photo of the pair of us. And I looked down to see any sound bites from me. Nothing. <laughs> apart from at the very end, it says that I said he's this JD Salinger of comedy, quit swimer. And it's like, <laughs> I didn't say that. I've never said anybody was the JD Salinger of anything. And I've never quipped anything, either. Yeah, you're a quipper. Yeah, and that was the only soundbite that... One of the few soundbites attributed to me publicly at all. Um,
2: The other reason I think you don't like to have a public profile is that Dan Swimer doesn't have a um, uh, social media presence. And the only time he looked on Twitter, he Googled his name and found a tweet from someone that said... Uh, It said, uh, Dan Swimer couldn't write a shopping list. (laughs) Which is, and that yeah. was the last time you looked at Twitter. That's the reason I'm doing this, to try and counteract that, to try and redress the balance. <laughs> Dan Swire and I know each other because many reasons. We've, ri- we've written together on things, and that the main thing that we did together was the first uh, Christmas special of Nan with Catherine Tate. We did as a threes up, didn't we? We did more than
0: one. How many? many... we did a Christmas special, and we yeah. did two more episodes.
2: We did two more two more Nans. What a laugh. What a laugh. She's the best, right? Yeah, absolutely best. Yeah. So Dan Zweiman now lives in Los Angeles, full-time. Full-time. Uh, and is currently working on something you can't really talk about. But what you did work on that I'd love to talk about. Are we allowed to talk about, yeah. talk about things that have existed in uh, the past? Let's talk
0: about things that have existed in the You
2: worked on Who is America? Sacha Baron Cohen's... Yes. Genuinely shocking show. Yeah, uh, it was, wasn't it? That was like... I watched it and thought, this is... Uh, in a way that it's like, oh... I've never seen anything go this far. I didn't think you could go that I didn't think there was that far. <laughs> and, uh, and I wondered in the making of it, if you were particularly, let's say, the senator who sort of got his bum out and was going racial slurs and chasing a man around with his bum, an actual senator. Like, when you were there, like, behind the scenes, were you going, I can't, I can't believe this is happening?
0: I do remember, that was quite early on, I do remember leaving the writers room one day saying yeah that was fun never gonna happen nobody's ever going to do that and you know i enjoyed thinking the thought of that but there's not a single human being on this planet that would do that (laughs) never mind an elected official but by the time it's happening i guess you kind of need it to happen yeah Uh, and i don't know i was never not shocked
2: how does it end on the day? Like, as in, that happened with that guy, does it end on the day? Like, nice to meet you in character, he just leaves thinking he's having it. Yeah, of there's here.
0: no candid camera moment mm. where everyone jumps out and goes. Yeah, that was a bit of fun, wasn't it? I mean, you'll probably have to resign <laughs> a
2: couple of weeks. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> I'd wonder, I almost wondered, I saw. So, I thought about it and I thought, do you at all feel bad about that, the fact that that man lost his job and stuff? And I'm like, no, because what he did, like, you did the world good. Well, as in... You and the production
0: here's the thought. if that man is prepared to do that, and if that man is prepared to say mm. those things, and it's important to remember that's the same man, yeah uh then he probably shouldn't be representing people yeah um but it's sometimes shocking to see what people will vote
2: for, and so mm. uh he might have helped his <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his, his base how often because I'm assuming this is only guess because I don't know. How often um, did you do stuff and then the person went, hang on, this is a fucking prank show? Or did that never happen? Like, how much stuff did you like, nearly get and it was like, "Ah, oh, what a waste of a day? Not as often as you would expect,
0: I mm. would think. Um, but in those moments, Sasha's heavily disguised right. and people wanted to be on television
2: yeah. Do you think he's just fearless? Is that the secret? I mean, he seems genuine. Is he like he as he is I, then, beyond
0: fearless? Yeah. I'm always, and I always say this to you. I, like, I can understand how you, a person can be funny in a room. I don't understand how a person, how a stand-up comedian, can go in another room the next night and say the same words. <laughs> and if I, it's beyond me that if nobody laughs. At the first joke that they would want to carry on and <laughs> that to me is pathological agree i I would be out of the door. I literally yeah. would would have my coat on but this goes beyond this is um i don't know if it's genetic or what, but what Sasha can do in in terms of what needs to do or mm. what he's programmed to do goes beyond that it's when he's in character and uh, doing the thing there's not a single thing that can stop him really? keeping going and um,
2: do you think that's just like he was like born with that or is it like developed quite
0: I know that if it's me who I consider to be fairly normal there's a point in any mm-hmm. awkwardness where I'm looking for a smile or I'm looking for a break yeah I met lots of people who have said to me oh I'd love to do that I think I could do that and I'm this is not The realm of humans this goes beyond this is the skill it takes to not break in those situations Mm. is
2: superhuman yeah and I certainly am nowhere near it uh do you and in terms you said that about stand-up but you you know write some of Simon's stand-up women right so do you get the is it like living vicariously through him that you get to write this time get to see it work but without the Danger yes, of performing. Um, you've never performed.
0: No, no. Watching Simon stand up, as I know you have, yes, it becomes very clear that that's a very personal thing for him. It's so specific to him, mm. and I think that's what's exciting about watching him do that. And so, my role with Simon is, I guess, more linked to helping him tell his story so it's more um technical okay his brain is a world that you know i can listen to all you know i can listen to his stories all day doing them a stand-up you know might be a sort of slightly different thing but i love helping him with that if it was my stories i'd be completely lost if i'm good at anything i would say it's probably helping other people tell their stories that's yeah, it tends to have been what I've
2: done, uh, and one other thing I'd like to know is you've now lived in Los Angeles properly and professionally for what three years, four years, three years, yeah, and 2015. In in a short way, can you sum up how different it is and how happy you are? And if so, right, it's very it's very different to being in London because yeah. um, I know a lot of people, people you and I know, who... Yeah. Absolutely, do not want to live in LA. Hate it, can't you know? But you've really embraced it, you love it. It's Why so say? funny, isn't it? Yeah. People used to say, Oh, didn't say. People used to say, um,
0: Yeah, everyone's so fake in LA, aren't they? It's so fake, you, <laughs> you know? Like, people oh, love you it. <laughs> you know, people say to you, You know, have a nice day, but they don't really mean it. Yeah. And I'm like, I grew up in England. I, if somebody says, have a nice day, I'm like, you have a nice day. Thanks so much. You know, I don't care if it's fake or not. Um, maybe that's just shallow. Um, I'll take it. I mean, it. I grew up in Manchester, which is one of the grumpier parts of England, right. I would say. And without wanting to sound like um, I'm looking for sympathy, it used, we used to run the gauntlet just going to school of, like, kids from another school beating you up or something. Right. These are grumpy people. Somebody saying have a nice day is not
2: a problem for me. Uh, I, I, I think about Hollywood LA is that it's a um, town full of people who are running away from something. What are you running away from, Dad? Ooh,
0: yes, that's a great question. Listen, I came here with uh, an opportunity. The way I see it, I was—I thought it would be an adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, I still feel like I'm stringing it out as long as I can. Uh, and so when I stop enjoying it, I dare say I'll go back to London. Um, right. Interestingly, it's been a time where I, me coming to LA has coincided with a lot of people in LA going, oh, everything's got so terrible here. Um, but when I talk to my friends in London, it doesn't sound like things are going so fantastically over there either. Um, and so... It's probably not a great time to be in either,
2: right.
0: but good time for comedy, is it?
2: Yeah, I mean, good time to make comedy.
0: I miss people. I miss the people of London. My friends who are mm. in London. Um, but people come here all the time.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: They're always here. We have people staying in our house all the time. Oh, yeah, It's a
2: fucking nightmare. we <laughs> am <I'm> trying to <laughs> run away from them. They keep yeah. turning up.
0: But I still don't, that doesn't answer what I'm running away from.
2: No, and I'm yeah, really no, impressed no. that you've gone with this question because I, I thought you were going to go, this isn't therapy and move on, but I really respect and appreciate you.
0: No, I. yeah, I, it's a good question. Is it your family? Is it my family? <laughs> well, I brought them with me. Yeah, um, right, your extended You mean my, your yeah, parents. Like, is my it your family, parents? my parents, my family. I don't think so. Are I you mean, running from your parents, Dan? Am I running for my parents? I don't think so. I've, for somebody in comedy, got a fairly healthy, pretty healthy relationship with my parents, I would say. Yeah. Uh, I miss them. Not a very funny answer. Um,
2: it doesn't have to be funny. This is uh, the serious pit. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Let me think about that. that. Let's cut to this. Let me think about that. It might come to me during, uh,
2: during this, uh, the, this okay. investigation. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, then now we've set up a mystery. I love it. Oh, but the thing... Oh, Dan, fuck. What? I forgot to tell you something. Ah, oh, I'm nuts. What? Oh, this is bad. I should have told you when I got to it. Yeah, I love bit. this bit. It's- <laughs> <laughs> it is mad. That I've not told you. It's, do you know what? It's mad. Like, when we like, how are you? What's going on? She's probably told me. I, it, before small talk, I should have told you this. I don't I'll just tell you. Fuck it. Is it bad? Uh, depends on your point of view, I guess. Um, you, well, here we go. You've died. Shit. Uh, is that bad? You've died. I would have liked a heads up. <laughs> how did you die, though? I'm a
0: terrible driver. I'm not a good driver. Right. And I thought, you know, what's the funny version of me dying or you know do I fart myself to death (laughs) or whatever it is but I thought I'd better you know comedy the best comedy comes from truth right and I thought what's the truth and the truth sad as it sounds is I'm probably responsible for a bad car accident like when I drive on a normal car journey for me I'll be beeped probably three times (laughs) And I think I I do something bad where it's my own fault mm-hmm. and the car's upside down or off a cliff or whatever it is. Right. I, we could say I accidentally took out another family as well, right, if we right, wanna right. make it worse. <laughs> right. But there's gotta be a you know, it's like yeah. he died in a tragic car accident and it was kinda his fault. He wasn't looking or yeah. maybe
2: you know. So mixed emotions for everyone. Yeah, everyone's like, Yeah, it was his fault though. Yeah. He killed so, an or- it yeah. was like a massacre. But Yeah, you- he killed like
0: I- he took out like a bus of school of children. <laughs> Jesus. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Christ. I mean do you <laughs> Yeah, and the worst thing was they died instantly. They went off the cliff. You saw that. I survived for a while.
2: we're <laughs> just upside down in, yeah, in your seatbelt. Yeah.
0: Just and, a, a, and a crowd saw and were just praying that my car would also do flames. the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they flames and they cheered. Yeah. yeah, lots of people
2: were filming yeah. you as you were hanging upside down in the yeah. car, still in your seatbelt. Yeah.
0: So the story of my dad is actually that is the tragedy mm. of this busload of school children and then... But on the plus side, at least the guy died. Yeah, the guy died. the guy that did. accidentally did it because he wasn't looking. Well. Yeah. I wasn't tweeting. I wasn't texting no. or tweeting okay. or anything like that when I was driving. I just don't have very good road sense.
2: So it was your, your lack of road sense. That yeah. you killed a busload yeah. of orphaned school children. And yeah. I'm not the worst driver in my family, actually. Wow. Yeah. That's what you're, is that where you're running from? No. Ha- I
0: was one. <laughs> on. And I, I'm not a car crasher. <laughs> like I, like, I have not I crash many cars, but people crash around guy. you. People can see me; they see right. the bad driver coming. But I was on a. I did a driving lesson with my dad one time. Yes. And during the driving lesson, when he was showing me how to drive, I crashed into a <clears throat> car that some men were wheeling to a tip.
2: Uh, yeah, that's funny. And they were like, oh, you've done a lot of damage, mate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they're like, it's all right, mate.
2: <laughs>
0: no. Nice. Like I smashed the light off this car. <laughs> uh,
2: do you worry about death, Dan? I would imagine you do. That would be my guess. It's funny. People always... I, I hear the answers on this, and people
0: say they're worried about ill health or mm. sickness. And yeah, that I understand. I appreciate without death there can't be life, and so you know let's embrace it. But death is truth, isn't it? And I think partly the reason we're funny is because we accept death. Um, oh,
2: nice. But I, I, I'm aware of it. <laughs> do you think anything happens? Do you think there's afterlife? Um, How do you feel about it? You always that? ask people that, and like yeah. I'm amazed that anybody thinks that. I mean the. I'd love
0: to say there was, and I'd love to, I'd love to believe that. And I grew up being told that, but there isn't really, is there? <laughs> I really, it can't really be. It's too coincidental that the thing that the few people in that amount in that period of time believed, when I happened to be alive, that yeah. their version of it was the right one.
2: But it might be a different version, rather than nothing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I sort of of sometimes think
2: in my in my maybe less uh, whatever moods, I think, well, life happened, which is mad in itself. So when death comes, why wouldn't there be another mad thing? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's true. Like when you look around and you go, "All of
2: this is a fucking miracle, really." So why not have? Why not cash in and have another miracle at the other side? Yeah, I mean, this
0: could just this whole thing could just be the sort of the cold open, yeah, to a whole the actual thing,
2: the actual show. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's fascinating. I mean, let's assume <laughs> not. I'm quite comfortable that when I die, something else will be born. Right. It probably won't have my soul and my ego and id and personality. You just but mean another matter. baby in the
2: world? Or something A thing, from you? A
0: more life will be created, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and so that, and that's the...
2: But not connected to you?
0: No. Right. No, but we're all connected to everything, aren't we? I mean, this is the yes. thing we've forgotten as... Uh, I think so. ...as people, that um, we're all connected, the people and the animals and the flowers and the earth. Yeah. And we sort of forget that. And Simon Ansell. Reminds us of it in his stand-up quite often.
2: Thank you, thank you, Lord yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think... That, uh, I think uh, in between sex stories. Yeah. I've been thinking this for a while. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. But I, I feel like the next 100 years are going to be about undoing the last 100 years. Because all, uh, these, all yeah. these things that we... Because it all happens so quickly. You know, technology, you know, everything. Cars, internet... Uh, everything happened so quickly in 100 years and we've sort of got to the point where we've discovered, oh, all the things that we did are bad are bad for us and, like, fame is bad for us, like, all the th- yeah. uh, money, capitalism, it's all bad. Yeah. And actually, we sort of need to devolve de- and just live in fields again and be nice to each other. I wonder. I mean, that's an extreme... But I feel like it, you know... Lovely. Can we, can we go back there? Can we do it? Well, we need you...
0: Right To make it happen Okay Like I'm not I can't even do Like 10 minutes of stand up So
2: (laughs) Of the two of us It's got to be you Right right You've got a podcast This could be the start of a a new cult We all live in fields I mean I don't love camping But (laughs) I like camping Oh there you go You'll be fine in this new world Yeah (laughs) Uh, Now Good news Go on there is uh, uh, an after-party. There's heaven. The there is big heaven. Big old heaven. Yeah. And um, it's in this heaven, they love films. They're obsessed with it. Do you like films? I like films. Everyone
0: likes films, don't
2: they? A couple of people on here have not really been bothered about films. A
0: couple of freaks. I don't know anything about films. That's fine. But I like films, yeah. Do you go to cinema? I do go to the cinema. Probably not as often as... Some people on here. I generally, I have children, and I, generally speaking, the majority of times I go to the cinema is to see a either kids or Marvel right movie. But I've got a DVD player and I've got Netflix.
2: When you watch the DVD or Netflix, do you like turn the lights out, turn your phones off, do it proper, or not?
0: Sometimes, yeah, I do quite like to. I think I'm not. I think what you're getting... I, am I one of the people that come on here and say they like the smell of the film going through yeah. the projector? No, I don't get that. I, I don't <laughs> get that. That's the thing. Mark Commode was on here, yeah. who I'm a huge fan of. I think, yeah. he's, I think he's amazing. But he said two things that I couldn't relate to. <laughs> one is that, and I appreciate that's his yeah. experience, and that like he wouldn't be who he is if he didn't. But I, that means very little to me. And also that Howard the Duck was somehow a misunderstood movie. (laughs) And that made me furious. Right. Because I went to the cinema to see that movie. Yeah. And it's, I think I thought all films were good at the cinema until I saw that. And that was the first time I was with friends and I just squeaked it. And and (laughs) there were three of us went to the cinema. I can't remember if we went intentionally to see that movie or it was in the cinema in Gatley in South Manchester and we went to see that film, Howard the Duck, and it was so bad that we misbehaved
2: wow.
0: in the cinema, which, and that ended up in us getting banned from wow. the from the cinema. It had never come back here.
2: Even if it's for Howard the Duck.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, that, and I kind Quite of blame Howard the Duck. So if there's any gaps in my movie knowledge, yeah. it's probably oh. because of Howard the Duck. <laughs> fuck, man. Which wasn't a funny film, or a good film. I mean, it was... It was bad and boring.
2: Which brings us to the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Now, in this heaven, these film people, they're obsessed with hearing about your life through film. Yes. The first thing they ask you is, what is the first film you remember seeing? I'm pretty sure, and I'm probably not the first person
0: to say this, it was Watership Down. Oof. Ah. Yeah. I I don't know what year that came out, but I was probably three or four years old, and it was some kind of outing.
2: At a cinema, you went. To see was in a go. cinema, and I'm
0: not. Oh, I'm fuck. not sure if it was just on at the cinema, or they hired out the cinema for this
2: right.
0: viewing. What for? Or a fucking nursery schoolers! And all the kids went to watch it. Jesus! I mean, we'll come on to this, but, but. Sc- scary films tend to not scare me. I t- t- right. tend to leave me a bit cold. Those films terrify me. Yeah, and and um, I don't think I've watched it since I I think it stuck with me in a way that when we were talking about death yeah. earlier I was like my first thoughts of death pretty much come from Watership Down I that think.
2: is a, a, a such a hardcore film for a three year old for any age I mean not only is it scary and I the don't know I might have been four might have be been five listen I think it should be an 18 there's no way of checking yeah it's so bleak they all died, yeah. don't they? It's just rabbits scary looking rabbits getting murdered. <laughs> yeah, it's not even just the murdering of the rabbits. Yeah. That song is so <laughs> fucking haunting. So scary. Pride. <laughs> <laughs> scary, <laughs> haunting, scary rabbits. Yeah. Bright eyes, I'm coming to go. I mean it die.
0: does things to it does things to me that song. Yeah. Um, like at a very fundamental. Level, God! No wonder you don't love the cinema. That's, yeah. uh, you've probably got PTSD. That could have been the first time I went inside a cinema. Yeah.
2: God, you were yeah. like, "Please never take me here again." Where we yeah. watch animals being murdered. It, yeah.
0: My next f- question is always, "Are you going to kill rabbits?" <laughs> to an art garfunkel song. <laughs> my God, great answer. And also, we had the tape of art garfunkel. It was on my mum bought oh. the album. What? It's so a- you
2: go to bed and she'd put on, yeah.
3: To
0: get you to sleep.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Sweet dreams.
0: Yeah.
3: Piano. And,
2: Horrible.
0: Uh, yeah. And what happens in the song? The the, the light in the eyes goes out.
2: Because of fucking mixed and It's so tragic, things, yeah. God. Oof. What a, yeah. horrific, what a horrific film. Yeah. Um, but did it prepare me for death in some way? I think that's why you're in comedy, because you went through the trauma of you Your done. Right. Man. I think it, it must have walked you in a way. It's like, well, OK, the world's yeah. insane. Rabbits die all the time. I mean, I also
0: remember... That and Digby, the biggest dog in the world. Bro.
2: Oh, what a great answer! <laughs> Love Digby, the biggest dog in the world. That's yeah, what wonderful, wasn't it? Oh man, it was so big, Digby. Yeah, he <laughs> was yeah. so big. <laughs> he really got big. <laughs> he got so big that a train went it? through his how legs. I remember. That? Train I understand now how they
0: would make that, but mm. I don't know how they did it there.
2: Genetic engineering.
0: Yeah, that was
2: great. Great. Yeah, that's better. The dog right, also. Yeah, do you lovely. know what? I remember seeing Digby yeah. the biggest dog in the world and thinking, probably because I'd seen Watership Down, oh God, Digby's going to die. <laughs> and Digby doesn't die. Why happens the Digby? I think big? he gets made, made normal size at the end. Yeah, I should imagine so. It's a happy, it's I a very rare. Film. I've got a good feeling Go just thinking about that film. Is no, it,
0: it, 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 I think it corrects some of the damage yes, of Watership
2: Down. Exactly what, it's a very rare animal film where the animal doesn't die because when you think about it, all animals' films, a fucking animal dies. Right. But Digby, yeah. he gets big, and I remember the train coming towards him, and thinking, "You oh, know, he's going to get killed by the train, okay. but the train goes through his legs, right?" And he lives. Yeah, to be small again, lovely Digby. And I always
0: wanted a dog, and only this year have I got my first ever dog. Is it? Is it and I didn't big call him it? Digby. What
2: do you call like him Like an idiot, and he's a Spang tiny over. because he's a tiny dog. Right? Yeah, Finley. it have been funny to call him Digby if he's a tiny dog, though. I know. Regret can't go back. Is it too late? You can't so get you don't get a take-two with the How long have you been calling him Fiddler? It's ten months. Oh, don't they just hear... Eh,
3: eh. I
0: wish they anyway. would told me that now. That's like when you think of a better joke after the show's
2: already gone, <laughs> Um Do you love You love having a dog, don't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Changed your life? It's changed my life, yeah, yeah. Do you love the dog more than your own children? Not more than. <laughs> <laughs> the dog.
0: Probably, the isn't dog
2: becomes me. one of your children.
3: Mm.
2: Um, what is the so? You say you're not scared by films. So, what's the film that did scare you the most? Right, it's not that I'm not scared by films. I don't get horror films.
0: I would say I've never like a lot of people I know are into horror films and like to. I know you do. You'd mm. love to go and feel that yeah. sense of being shocked. Those shocking bits in horror films, yeah don't do it much to me, I get them. I go, oh, yeah, that, that you know. But I, truthfully, if it's not making me laugh or cry, I tend to forget about it quite quickly. That's
2: interesting. Um, what, so it does actually scare you, but it doesn't stay with you? Is that what you mean? It doesn't it really doesn't stay with you? me. In horror, the
0: creepy bits in horror films will stay with me, right? but not the scary bits. And okay. I don't really seek out horror films particularly. That said, get out yeah. I watched three times. Okay. And I don't, you know, it's not, I just thought that was an unbelievably brilliant piece of work.
2: But did it scare you? Uh,
0: I could see how it could be traumatic to be in that situation. Did It didn't, I, I, you know, it didn't scare me personally. So just to
2: be clear on this. Yeah. You do get scared, it's just that it doesn't stay with you, or you don't feel... If you,
0: when, I, when I think of the question, what scares me in film... Yeah. I think of that green witch in the Wizard of Oz first and foremost. Right, (laughs) that is the worst thing ever, and (laughs) that that is the reason I would never watch that film again, and wouldn't want my my children watching that film. That's horrific. Yeah, I don't think I saw it in the cinema, but this might have even been before. Watch it down. I was so terrified of that witch. Yeah, I don't think I can watch Noel Fielding because of (sighs) that witch. That's a
2: great answer and a but, great point.
0: No, I love Noel Fielding, but he, he does remind me of that. Whistle. But it's not just that. It's, I can remember it, being at nursery school and it was Halloween mm-hmm. and the teacher saying, oh, for a treat, we're all going to go down into the basement and there's a witch who's going <gasps> to tell us all the story. And looking back, it was just probably one of the nursery school support staff wearing yeah. a pointy hat but I was like, fucking why am I going down there? <laughs> like, are you joking? Of course I'm not going to go down yeah. there. I'm, what <laughs> I'm going to do is I'm going to cry my eyes out until you stop asking me to go down there. <laughs> Everybody else is, go- is welcome to go down there and have some pumpkin pie or whatever it is you're doing. yeah. I'm staying up here where it's light and there aren't witches.
2: What well, sort of fucked up next to you? They took you to warship Down <laughs> and it's putting you in front of a witch at the age yeah. of three? Yeah, yeah.
0: Christ.
2: Well, they, they. I remember it's a good witch. I, I think they yeah. were even... Tried to I spin think it.
0: they were looking at each other like, are we going to change the programme for this kid? Like, are we going to say it's not a witch, yeah. it's a space <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just a, a, a green woman yeah. alien. I don't
0: alien. know what went on down there because I...
2: You didn't go. There's no way I was
0: going down there. But like I, you know, if you ask me about horror films, horror yeah. films, I remember The Exorcist and the girl's head spinning round, and whatever, and going, oh, "That's clever, the girl's head spinning around. And, <laughs> you know. But not thinking, "I hope nobody's head spins round when," you know. <laughs> when I, I, I find her. it hard to place that in real life. So what, I saw I'm, the Omen. Sorry, to, I yeah, saw the on. Omen movies. They when I was like, young, and my parents were, weren't really bothered about stopping us from watching horror films, and we were allowed to rent, you know, Who's films. we, How many of you? Three boys, I'm in the middle.
2: No shit. Go middle figure. Boy. Yeah. Boys, boy-centric. Yeah, very boy-centric. That's why you're centric. such an, a, an absolute lad.
0: That's exactly why I'm an absolute lad, yes.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: yes. yes. You, you yeah, so me and the lads were terrified of the witch. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Was, your, was there a difference in terms of, like, was your older brother and younger brother, like, equally sensitive because you are quite a sensitive boy if i mean
0: i don't know i think uh probably we are you know we're in touch we're all in touch yeah with our feelings i think we're afraid to go there but we're not we're not all in chaos so we're not all having episodes all the time in my family
2: that's good yeah what is the film speaking of being a sensitive boy what is the film that made you cry the most
0: Since having children, that happens more and more often. I'm sure I'm probably not the first person to say that. And uh, I find it hard to get through any kind of film without crying. Now I'm a huge crier. And I'm not sure I used to be, but I probably used to clench my fists Mm -hmm. a bit more and hold on to the seat in front of me for dear life (laughs) to make sure I didn't. And now I guess I'm a bit of a more shameless crier. But it's... Rare that I get through a kids' film without crying. There's there's very few Pixar movies mm. that aren't designed and to reduce me to a blubbering. And you rare. cry
2: in front of your children.
0: I can't not. Um, and how, uh, I think I'm pretty sure they they. they they're not looking at me, but right. my shoulders are shaking and my <laughs> voice is gone <laughs> and there are tears falling down, you know, literally rolling down my eyes. Interestingly, mm-hmm. I, my son, who's eight, yeah. he's a huge movie. it's uh, a great guy. Movie, but... I should get him on, actually. He, lo- You should get him on. He loves movies and, and it, like, he's uh, been partly responsible for reinvigorating my love for movies, I guess, mm. and... I've just come back from going down a Rocky wormhole and watching every Rocky, everyone, oh, wow. all of them, including the Creeds. Inc- and, inc- and we not also topped it off with Over the Top as well. Oh, great. Which, uh, you know, is not without merit,
3: Yeah,
0: I will say. And um, this is something, I this is the most, re- I say this because this is the most recent thing that made me cry. Mm. And obviously Rocky winning, or Rocky getting to the end of, I don't know, that's a spoiler, Rock, Rocky's, Rocky 1, Rocky one I obviously was crying. Yeah. But there's a moment, and I, we could maybe explore this. Yeah. The moment when, in Rocky 2, when Rocky goes for the run through the streets of Philadelphia and is followed by the kids, mm. and runs up the steps, followed by kids, yeah. and does the jump up and down with the arms aloft, made me cry. Mm. And thinking about it now, I don't really know why, but it made my
2: heart melt. So you want to be the Pied Piper? I want to be. Is I love the you, fact that in that, if you're relating yeah. to it, are you Rocky or are you the kids, or is it just?
0: Oh a, yes, that's a good way of looking at it. Mm. I think I'm the
2: kids. Yeah, right. I think
0: I'm one of the kids, and I love that we're all together.
2: You're a gang, and that you've got. We're a, a gang. A man showing you the way. And he's strong oh, yeah.
0: and he's going to
2: look after us, yeah. is it? Yeah, maybe it's that. I just and all like, you've got to do is follow him.
0: Honestly, it's to do with his story. Mm. And I'm thinking of him in his little crummy apartment getting $20, is it, after his first fight and now look at him and, we, and he's got supporters and he's, you know, mm. I think it's that. I think I'm him in that moment that's all he wanted Mm -hmm. and you know we know from the canon that money doesn't mean a huge amount to Mm -hmm. him fame is not something that he does particularly well or you know seems to sort of embrace he loves his wife Mm. he loves his trainer he loves his oldest adversary those are the things that are important to him you know and um those kids supporting him means that I feel like it means a lot to him. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah.
2: Uh, here is a question. I watched Creed Two. I think that are that, it's both I think I cried in that as well. Yeah, I think yeah. I did I think that yeah. it's so well made, proper sort of quality sort of Hollywood filmmaking. Uh, however, in Creed Two I went with uh star of films to be buried with many times, Lily Sanders. And um I sort of thought at the end when it came to like his turning point, I was like so what is his... He, he's told, you need a reason. There's no point uh, in getting in the ring yeah, unless yeah, you have a yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. I can and smell the, the
0: writer's room a little bit. Like, yeah, and in yeah.
2: the end, I was like, what is his reason? His reason is that he doesn't want to look like he's been beaten. And I was like, I don't know that that's a good reason.
0: Yes, I'm It's stra- like, it's like yeah. the
2: reason is to- toxic masculinity. That's. I was like, oh, that's the reason. Yeah, I've
0: got to be... Yeah, yeah. I've got yeah. to be
2: the biggest, toughest man. That yeah. seemed to be the reason. Even though he had a kid and stuff, it wasn't like, I'm doing this... For my kid, it was like because everyone was saying, "Please don't fight anymore."
0: It felt a little like they were trying to thread a needle. Like
2: they didn't quite have the answer. Yes, because um, I really wasn't I sure in why he was in the ring.
0: It may, just makes me. It just reminds me how hard it is to make a good movie. They've got three quarters of the way in, and they've gone, and they've, they've gone. Oh my god, what's his drive? We've forgotten what his drive is. Yeah, and most of the people watching it just want to see if he's going to win the fight. Yeah. And, you know, half the people in that room are going, yeah, isn't it enough? We're going to see him win the fight. <laughs> yeah. And the truth is, Listen, it's it, not really enough. I don't know. It, you it know. still
2: works, though, doesn't it? As in, I still had a yeah. lovely time at the cinema, yeah. but I did leave going, what was his reason? Because yeah. you see the baby, and it, it, it sort of suggests that it was for the baby, but the, everyone sort of said, I'd rather you didn't do yes. this, because we don't want you to die, because you're a dad now. It makes sense for him to not do Not do it do is a better yeah. move. Yeah. But he goes, I've got my reason, yeah. and it's because I... Want to prove myself again. Yeah,
0: it's funny, isn't it? Sometimes mm-hmm. in those movies, it's like there's sort of a revenge aspect, yeah. and you're like, that's not the reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a terrible reason to go into a sporting event.
2: Yeah. I'm here for toxic masculinity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. get in the ring then.
0: Um, but like, he killed my friend or he killed my mm-hmm. trainer.
2: Yeah.
0: That's not, a, you know, that's like, Roy Keane, or something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know. That's a good movie. Roy Keane 5. Right. Uh, did you answer the question then? Is your answer. any Rocky 2? Rocky 2 is what made you cry the most. Uh, kids, kids chasing some Made Western me delay. cry. It's probably
0: a kids' movie, truthfully, but I did. Goodwill Hunting did things to me that uh, I don't think had been done to me before. It pushed <laughs> buttons that I didn't know I had. And um. I went to see that movie with a male friend of mine that I, that is now a great friend of mine but I didn't know particularly well we were I was during my internship at MTV right. and uh we were blokes together and he was like hey should we go and catch a you know a film you know in Camden at the Parkway oh yeah, yeah 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 you know and you know I was weeping during that. that that did stuff that has power
2: so you're not shy about crying in front of people
0: Oh, I don't think... I, I think I'm shy about crying in front of people. I'm more than happy to tell people afterwards. Because that's... Yeah. that's a, a movie should... I, I'm more interested in mm. how many people cried at this movie than what the, than the Rotten Tomatoes.
2: Yeah, that's interesting.
0: Because if 100% of people on Rotten Tomatoes liked it, that doesn't mean I will, actually. I want 50%. I want, I want to know some people hated it. There's a contrarian in me as well there's
2: also there's like power in it I always think like no matter how manipulative it is and it and it is and stuff like that, like I remember the first time I saw love actually i in my head had so many issues with it, but I was crying all the way through it, yeah. and I was like, well, it's clearly fucking working all there's, these there's sort of
0: that's a cruel trick yeah, love all actually. the
2: things I'm saying in my head like oh this is true I'm fucking crying for two and a
0: half hours so there's two things. There's two things that work on me. One is somebody seeing somebody trying not to cry. Yeah. Like, oh, God, you bastards. <laughs> and the other one is, parent says to non-gender-specific offspring,
2: you could never
0: disappoint me. That that gets me. That, that, those two things. And
2: Dan, um, did your mum or dad ever say you could never disappoint me? I don't know if they...
0: Did I, I've got the I've think I've got a general sense of that.
2: Maybe I don't do you, know. Do you my think parents. you could disappoint them? Have you disappointed them?
0: Oh, I've disappointed them many times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a better question. Actually, I've disappointed them thousands no. of times. Yeah, So, yes. they, so not recently they, so much, but you know,
2: even if they have said it to you, they didn't mean it. They didn't mean it. No.
0: Yeah. No, my parents, I'd say I that about my parents, would never have said that. I think we're getting there's, closer. there's definite proof to the contrary. I think we're getting yes. closer
2: to what you're running from yeah. and why you want a big man to run behind who um, you can't
0: disappoint. But Love Actually, yeah, that does some damage. Um,
2: yeah, and, it, and, it, and it, you know, you can, that's what I always think. I'm like, well, it's manipulative and it's this and it's that and it's musical choices and everything, but, like, fuck, it's I working. I,
0: felt, I think I recognised that movie as manipulative at the time, mm. but... Challenge, I,
2: yeah.
0: You could challenge me to watch it now, and I still would cry.
2: Yeah.
0: And there's certain people, you know, part of the reason it's so hard to make a good film is so many things need to fall into place. But there's certain people, and it's like a phrase I find myself saying quite often is, "Oh, I could watch him or her in anything."
3: Yeah.
0: And Emma Thompson is one of those no, people. Yeah. She can make anything good. And yeah. as a writer, you know, who could only dream of writing something with for Emma Thompson. I kind of think uh, somebody like that can probably make a shit script good, <laughs> but a, I don't think like a great script could definitely yeah. make a shit actor look good.
2: Do so your kids ever go? Do you hate them looking at you when you're crying?
0: No, don't I, look I don't mind. But I'm in a moment. I'm in. Yeah. It, it's happening when I'm crying in a movie. I um, haven't mentioned Inside Out. I mean. No, that I mean, what just, was that? I, I don't even call that a movie. No. That was like the dark arts. That <laughs> what they did was was alchemy. I mean, that was like yeah. it was criminal. That shouldn't be allowed to exist. That. No,
3: agreed.
0: I don't even know if my kids particularly enjoy it. I mean, they watched it and got through it. They wanted to see if the girl was allowed to
2: mm.
0: go back to her hometown or whatever it was. But it was so clever.
2: Yeah,
0: and. I'm sure somebody's already harped on about how, on how many levels that movie was no, brilliant. I don't think so. For a while. it was a, just an incredible breakdown of, yeah. like, emotions and mindfulness and everything that makes up a personality. And we used it as a tool. For a while, you know, yeah, while, you know, and you only with kids you only get a while, you right. know. But like, oh, anger's taking over. For, you know, we, oh, you know, really? it was helpful, and I don't know if it was designed for that or, but it was genius, you know.
2: You know how that came about? That film. Do you know that? That no, like it's so even the story of the initial idea for it was the director writer, uh, literally his sort of pitch was he thought, I want to work out why my eleven year old daughter is not as happy as she used to be. Like, I've noticed the difference in our relationship. Right. That she's sort of sad, and I don't know what happened. Like, what happened along the way, she used to be such a, you know, happy-go-lucky kid, and now sometimes she's sad, and she's moody, and I don't quite get what happened, and it was to sort of work that out. And it's like, oh, God. Oh, Jesus.
0: Yeah, I mean, I need a moment now, so... (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and and I'm guessing the movie went some way to at least helping him yeah. get through because the truth is his daughter is probably okay. over the hump by now and so but that mm. was probably some help yeah hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy winning comedy series
2: Um, What is the film that people don't like? Critics don't like it. Uh, It's a film that is not liked, but you're like, fuck you all, idiots. I love this film. And can I answer for you?
0: (laughs) I know where you're going with
2: this. (laughs) Now, one of the reasons I wanted you on the podcast, it's very funny, and and genuinely, I haven't seen it, so I can't back this up, but it's funny that, listen, Dan think I think you're a fucking brilliant, Comedy brain. I think you're an incredible writer. You're very, very clever. You're very sensitive. You're a wonderful man. You went to a preview screening of the film Fist Fight. I was in a very good mood, and you said to me afterwards, "It's so funny." Yeah. You were like, joke after joke. It's, you said, "You said something yeah. like, basically, you can't argue with it because it's just so well put together. The jokes are just so fucking good." Now, I have not seen the film I for the record. I'm going to take it back. However. It then came what out... Did it get on One-star reviews <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. I think it was considered one of the worst films of the year. Now, I, I, as I say, I've not seen it. You may well be right, but it amused me. I kept sending right, well, you these reviews right. like that. Someone's I, right. Either
0: I'm right or all the
2: reviewers... You, you were like, it is films. a guaranteed right. smash. smash.
0: <laughs>
2: so funny. Yeah,
0: it's so funny. It's about context, right, yeah. film. Um, what, that's why I don't trust reviews so much, because... My experience walking into that movie theatre yeah. in that moment, what I'm looking for can be very different, OK?
2: Like I say, it might be brilliant. I like your... <laughs> okay. yeah, I don't that's know, I've not boy. thought about it since.
0: Yeah. But I also watch comedy films for the comedy. Yeah, weird. And, like, while I, I don't remember particularly <laughs> being emotionally carried away with the... Protagonist's mm. need to better himself or whatever it was. I thought the comedy was well done. The, the jokes didn't fall flat. The, joke, the, the jokes were well done. Uh, I stand by it. Right. I'm not gonna. Is that your I, answer? I, I, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: I stand Swiss by Swiss. it. I
0: enjoyed it. I had a good time. Yeah. I like if it, if I was on a judging panel for yeah. the academy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but it, I was looking to laugh and laugh. I did. He's very good, that guy, Charlie Day. Charlie he's Day. He's fucking funny. Yeah, I laugh I at him. It's funny. Day. Yeah, all day Looks long. Funny. Him and Ice Cube. You're killing me. Yeah,
2: I want to see the film to be first. that's
0: Chalk and Cheese right there. That's what you. That's the. That's the dynamic. <laughs>
2: he's chalk and, and he's cheese.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say which one was which. <laughs> um, but funny, you know. Mm. I don't know, I'm now getting more strident in my defence of yeah. the movie. Like, I it's can't the remember fucking the fucking greatest game film ever made. But it was enjoyable.
2: What was your answer going to be? Was it this fact?
0: What you've pointed out is, I always get it wrong. If, I was, if right. we were to play the game of, what will the consensus be? Yeah. I'm quite often wrong. Right. And so, I tend to not look so much. And so, I don't really see things as like, oh, it's a guilty pleasure. I like it, but nobody yeah, else yeah. does. That's not... By contrast, I went again when I. This is when I was at MTV, and we would do a lot of skiving. Mm-hmm. And a guy said, do "You want to come round the corner to the Odia to This was when we were in Oxford Circus. We walked down to like one of the cinemas at Piccadilly Circus, the area, mm-hmm. whatever, and watched very early The Matrix. Right, and we left there, and I said to the I was at, like. Slightly embarrassed for the filmmakers, and kind of went. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure some, you know, somebody will like this. So I mean, it was like it wasn't that bad, you know. I was so embarrassed that he, for him, he'd invited me to come and see the film with him, and I didn't want to show that. Like, <laughs> was, you know, I mean, look, it was silly. It was a bit silly, but <laughs> there are people that will like yeah. that. So you know, never mind.
2: A bi- couple of billion people that, watched. yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow, that's funny. Yeah. Um, It wasn't that bad, you know.
2: It might break even.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, somebody else on your podcast Mm. mentioned Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. And I had no idea what the consensus of that movie was, Mm -hmm. but I laughed more at that movie than I probably had uh, anything within a five-year gap of that movie, that I, I watched it on a plane, which obviously different yeah. plane rules, slightly yeah, different. But I
3: would have annoyed
0: the person next to me on that plane. You I know, created some turbulence. I, th- I mean, I genuinely la- laughed out loud great all the way through,
2: through it. it. Plane rules is a great way. I wish that I could say in a relationship. Listen, plane the rules. amount of emotion I'm showing you. Imagine we're on a plane. Yeah, yeah. Plane rules.
0: Yeah. Uh, with me, it's usually crying, uh, but you know. Ma- but yeah, maybe yeah. it works with laughter as well.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. Um,
0: Sorry to interrupt again. No, it's all right. And I'm not going to sing its praises more than is necessary, yeah. or more. But I will say, and I would even be prepared to argue with Sylvester Stallone himself.
2: Yeah.
0: Rocky Five has some merit.
2: I like Rocky Five too.
0: And I don't think I particularly enjoyed it at the time as much as I did when I watched it recently. And it has a place in the canon. Agreed. And it has a real heart. I mean, it's
2: it's it's Sylvester Stallone's hook in the same way that Steven Spielberg thinks Hook is bad, and he's wrong.
0: Right. Oh, I see. I thought you meant Hook because I no, no, right.
2: Rocky Five isn't as bad as Sylvester Stallone thinks it is.
0: Right. I mean, everybody thinks
2: it's bad. Yeah, they think it's the worst Rocky. I I think the worst moment in Rocky is is in Rocky Four is when Rocky sort of cures the uh, communism. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think that's worse. If I can change Rocky, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's (laughs) silly. Yeah. Or when the entire sort of Politburo uh, like defy the president or whatever it is. You know. Yeah, that's stupid
2: yeah um stupid idiot yeah <laughs> <laughs> what what is the film that you used to love you used to love it and then you've watched it recently and you've gone oh no uh, this doesn't hold up
0: that's usually to do it's usually a comedy I right. mean comedy is the thing mm. that I get attached to emotionally and then watch it again and like
2: yeah um it's a bit spo- I mean, slightly <laughs> but it doesn't hold up it doesn't hold
0: up a week later um but, let me think. I mean, I was very keen to show my son recently, who's eight, I've, you know, Maybe people Beth. have just joined us, a couple of Peter Sellers films right. last weekend, The Pink Panther and The Party. The Pink Panther, the one with the minky, the Revenge of the Returnal. Okay. Uh, do you have a license for this minky, that one? Uh, uh, return of Return and he's that you know that those films are generally perceived to have dated well. The party less so because of the sort of racism, I mm. guess, even though it, which, which, which you know, is there, but it's done with a good heart.
2: Yeah, I think well, I think the party, as far as I can tell, having not looked at it recently, is is a sort of film that is a product of its time in the way that you go, ah, oh, it's a shame because the film. The message of the film is anti-racist, but the way yeah. they did that anti-racist message was by having a man brown yeah. up. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. Um,
2: it's a bit of a mixed message.
0: But I would say, and like my so my enjoyment came through the prism of how much Sam was enjoying it because mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, I would say he the party went better. Right. There were moments where like somebody's handing Cluzo a lit bomb. Where you're like, like, how long ago was it when this was feasible? You know, I started asking myself a lot of questions right. rather than laughing. What, you were like, why shame. is he
2: still holding the bomb? Yes, right.
0: exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> he, my son, laughed like a drain at uh, Chief Inspector Dreyfus, mistakenly either shooting himself in the <laughs> face while trying to light a cigarette or... Shoot somebody with a cigarette lighter right. every time, and so any comments I have are you know right. um, don't really matter.
2: So did you just say to him, "We're going to watch these two films? I want you to see," and he goes, "Okay, great." He's always looking for a film to see. He's not. He's
0: more into Marvel, so
2: He's not really looking
0: for stone cold comedy. Right. But I just wanted him to see them. I think That's nice. um, when you watch a kid laughing at a movie, it's like, it's, uh, it's amazing, you know. I hope one day to make him laugh like that with something that you really... with something I have either said or written. Yeah. Uh and I can only
2: Yeah. That's a nice yeah. Um, yeah. ambition.
0: Yeah. yeah. Whereas some faceless YouTuber can do it in two seconds by doing a fart noise or something. But you know. Oh. Oh come on. Just one more, and I know people mention it. And, it, and if you were to provide me with a list of films you didn't want to hear about because people drone on about them, yeah, The Breakfast Club hit me in a way that no other movie had ever done, really? and I did. Again, I didn't know anything about it, and I f- saw it on my own. Just happened to tune in. It was on TV right. when I was at an age where. I just tuned in at the beginning, didn't know anything about it, what it was, who any of the people in it were, and it caught me in a place where... Ordinarily, I don't end a film literally punching the air like I found something, something's happened to me, Yeah. than when I watched that film, and I would hate to watch that now.
2: I... uh, I, Yeah, don't, is my advice. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Don't watch it again. Right. Just stick with your sweet, sweet memories yeah. of that film. Who
0: were you when you watched that film? Which, who are you?
2: Molly Ringwald, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're a Molly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rich girl. <laughs> Very much the rich. Two <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't remember what... Uh, all I remember is when I... I did like it when I was little and I watched it recently and I hated all of them so much Mm. i hated every member of that breakfast club and i wanted them to be in detention you would be the headmaster yeah i'd be the headmaster again you i did
0: i did i did two months i did that to my daughter recently with an ipad ban wow i was the headmaster and she was giving me like so what and i was like all right there's a week you keep going want to keep going yeah i mean do what you want all right that's two
2: weeks Yeah, did you stick to it?
0: I was literally him.
2: Did you stick to it? No, of course not. (laughs)
0: How quickly did you phone? It's fascinating. I mean, if you want to know...
2: Yeah,
0: I do. You know, kids are addicted to screens, and an iPad ban is one of the... I don't even want them to hear this, because after a few days, it really works, and you get to see the child again, Mm. and enjoy her company, you know... She seems to enjoy your company. Yeah. Um, that's tragic. And so it's working and you're enjoying it. And it's like... And so she's earning to get it back. Yeah. But at the same time, once you give it back,
2: you're done. She's going to go.
0: And so you, that, that's Sad. the battle going on. And so I, you know... And I spoke to people going, I don't know what to do. And I said, give mm. it back because she's being so good. Or, you know, because she gen- generally is a very well-behaved person. I held out for, like, two weeks and then gave it back because I was so proud of her, and then, you know, we went back into (laughs) the addiction within minutes.
2: That is sad, isn't
0: it? Yeah, you want to hear the saddest part of it? Yeah, of
2: course.
0: Um, The next time we had an argument about it, Mm. she said, well, it's not that easy for me. I had to pretend to be nice to you for, like, two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs>
0: what an yeah. awful twist
2: Yeah <laughs> uh, What is the film that means the most to you? Not necessarily because the film is great or anything Right but Because the story you associate with seeing that film Might have been a day uh, you got a job, first date, something like that
0: First one I would say is Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels
2: Okay, why is that?
0: Can't imagine it holds up to much scrutiny But because Susie is in it um, kind oh, of, uh, is it's see. Yes. She is the girl that's stoned and gets up on the... Susie, Susie Bing. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're Uh She gets up off the sofa and shoots the, every, the whole room up with the Bren gun and then gets punched in the face by a man. Uh, <laughs> again, probably doesn't... The movie itself yeah. doesn't stand up. I mean, I, when it's on TV, I always watch it because I know that bit's coming yeah. up. and we, You know, it's so exciting, and, you know. Um, and I've showed my kids that bit, and it's like, it's an iconic yeah. bit of cinema, I guess.
2: Because she's not an actor, right? Or was she? I don't she, know. Was. Oh, she was. she yeah. was,
0: okay. And she did that, um, and not much, she won't mind me saying, not much past that. You Were know, you
2: with be... her when she was in the film? No. Okay. No.
0: And uh, Nor did I know when I met her that sh- she'd done that, but wow. we saw it. You know, when I saw it, I was like, Oh, my God, that's amazing. I mean, it's genuinely an amazing thing. And I think yeah. she's the only woman in the movie. Probably. And I don't know how well that movie stands up either, thinking about it. I mean, I pro- probably wouldn't hold my attention. I mean, it's quite a convoluted story, and it's yeah. a lot of men doing that Michael Caine impression <laughs> that I was never that fond of in the first place.
2: Um, but you, but that one's especially too because your wife's in it. That's lovely. I think so. Uh, your partner. What's um? What's your other answer? Um, Hang on. When did you first see it with her? Did she say you got to see?
0: No, I mean it sort of came up. It, w- w- would it, um, and you were like, oh, I knew the length. bit, right? Okay, and I don't know if I, I don't know if I knew exactly how long it was, and it was a close up of her eye, and that there was, um, because she has big blue eyes. I've See this, and that it was slow mo, you know, and yeah, it was sort of it feels like an iconic, yeah moment, and there are, like, it's a gif, or a right? you know, girl with gun or something, you know, doesn't really make any sense that she didn't kill anybody. Staying with Susie, the film that means the most to me, because of my association with it, and also because of when I saw it, and it stuck with me so hard, Mm. is History of the World Part One. Oh, go on. And... Mel Brooks is a hero of mine anyway.
2: Yes. You and I met Mel Brooks together. We met Mel
0: Brooks together, yes. What a night. But just as background, before we get there... Yeah. When I was a kid, we had like a... I think what happened was my uncle moved to New York and left us a box of VHSs. Right. All his VHSs. And he had more VHSs than anybody I'd ever known. And in it, it was a treasure trove of just movies uh, my Uncle Joe is a comedy fan I guess yeah. as much as other things there are other movies in there but there was Bill Murray movies there was Stripes and there was Fletch and there was uh, not that was a Bill Caddy Murray Shack. Movie. there was Caddyshack there and there was Eddie Murphy I think maybe one of the live maybe Eddie Murphy to, uh, videos. Uh, there was great movies in there yeah. there was Life of Brian wow. there was Being There There was probably a couple of Pink Panthers and this was in a box of videos and nobody had this many videos, certainly not anybody we knew. And I think there was The Godfather and, you know, um, some other great movies in there, but I'm trying to find a very long-winded way to go. History of the World Part One and Blazing Saddles and fewer than Mel Brooks were in there, I think. High Anxiety. Love it. Young Frankenstein. Right. Good box of movies. Yeah. (laughs) By anybody's standards. History of the World Part 1 is... You know, so there's, like, growing up, there's, like, ten movies I knew back to front and didn't really probably know that many other movies. Mm -hmm. And History of the World Part 1 was one of the movies I knew back to front. And when I met Susie, that's one of the things we bonded over was was History of the World Part 1. I mean, her... I think I would say her favourite bit was probably the French Revolution bit and um, mine was the, the Inquisition. But we both knew the words of the song of the Inquisition and that's what we bonded over. Right. And so I got to relive the movie again. I, whether it holds up, I have no idea. I definitely mm. would love to watch it again. Uh, but when we got to meet Mel Brooks...
2: Yes. So we went to a a thing, which was Mel Brooks Live in London. He was incredible. And then afterwards... Yeah,
0: beyond incredible. He did like
2: two and a half hours of basically stand-up stories, and
0: it was amazing.
2: Yeah, in his 90s. In his 90s. And then afterwards... We we got to meet him. We got to meet him, and you... And I told him
0: that story. And Mm. normally, I'm reluctant to tell any story to a, a famous person or a celebrity or whatever, because I'm not in a mad rush to meet... Yeah. people that I adore because what what really are we doing we just we're just saying yep I've met you y- yeah you know um <laughs> but I felt a compulsion to tell him and he was genuinely very warm about it and seemed excited you know I'm nervous now talking to you who I've known for years no you're right to be who knows if
2: this guy's badly <clears> do you yeah. think you you'll stop loving the podcast if this goes badly, yeah, I'll never like be able to listen to this podcast again. Oh, God. Yeah. I hope it goes well. Or look at you again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is the film that you most relate to? Um,
0: I shouldn't have said The Breakfast Club earlier, and I know if I... Just because it hit me so hard, and it wasn't that I particularly related to a character... So you
2: can't say I'm that one in The it, Breakfast Club?
0: It's not that. It was deeper than that. It's... <laughs> Deeper than that, yeah. it was. I'm all of these things. Yeah, all of these things worry me. All, all of these things are parts of my
3: yeah.
0: personality that I have to wrestle with. Perhaps this, not that's the what it is. I one. mean, that's so really my, even good. I'm a forty person. Yeah, I guess it was like that experience. Their joint experience, and I just wanted to have that. I wanted to yeah. have a moment of. Screaming at a window and it's shattering.
2: I'm sure it seems uh, obvious now, but I'm impre- I like your analysis that that they are all parts of our psyche, and that's why the film worked for teenagers and stuff. A bit like Sex in the City, how all four of them are really we're all of them. Well, I think we're all it's parts. A thing of that,
0: them. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yes, exactly. It's yeah. a thing that I struggled with in those movies. There's the jock, there's yeah. the nerd, there's the emo guys, or whatever it is. Was that my? Childhood wasn't like that. It was like, mm-hmm. which one am I? Where, Like, you keep yeah. telling me there's all these groups. And it's like, God, that makes it more stressful because I don't know which of those I am, yeah. you know. Like, they probably see me as this. I see, probably want to see myself as that. But, you know, yeah. um, I like doing sports, but I don't, we don't talk about sports mm-hmm. all day. You know, it's like I didn't know people that head-butted lockers.
2: No. You know,
0: um, but... In that movie, they all, they're all they all wrestling with who they should be, you know. Yeah. And,
2: um, You're really selling it to me. I wish the film were as good as you talking about it. and Maybe it was once.
0: I don't know. I thought mm-hmm. I was the only person that had ever seen this film when I saw it. It came right. on the television, I think. Yeah. I was on my own. It changed me. I ran up the stairs punching the air, which is not a very me thing to do at yeah. all, but I was so invigorated by it. Went to school the next day. With this new knowledge, yeah, and somebody called somebody a neo maxi Zoom Dweeby. and I was like, Oh, yeah, you saw it, you know, like (laughs) not a friend of mine. I was like, Oh, is everyone in on this?
2: Yeah, what is the film, Dan Swammer? Look at me when I ask this that you found the sexiest.
0: You want to know? I'm more than happy for you to ask me. I know people have a problem with this, some
2: people do, and it's really, I I think it, it says more. The worry is, I just like if you don't answer this question, then it makes us sort of think, well it's child porn, isn't it right like, what's you hiding
0: yeah, they shouldn't they shouldn't because if we're all honest, probably and you know I don't know if there's such thing as a normal mm. attitude towards sex, everyone should be different, yeah. and, you know film must play a big part in that part of our film and television, and you know I can remember. <clears throat> watching a, and it's not. This is not my answer. Yeah, <clears throat> a carry-on film. Yeah, where I think it was Kenneth Williams. It's about archaeology, maybe, Sorry. and Kenneth Williams is doing like a talk while there's a in front of the film, thinking we're looking at footage of archaeologic, arche, an archaeological dig or something. Right, but unbeknownst to him, what we're looking at is a topless girl dancing. Right. <clears throat> and you know, I was very young, but going, but thinking, oh my god, this is something, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. But the more I think about it, that's just lust, right? Stick with me, of course. Barbara's Barbara Windsor's bra, bra flying off. You yeah. know, in the camping thing
3: mm-hmm.
0: again. I was very, that was very early in my personality awakening, but that yeah. stuck with me. That again, just lust. I think I fell in love with Private Benjamin. Right. Also in the box. Yeah. That is beautiful, funny. Mm. Like, I rooted for her. You know, she, yeah, again, another great movie where they get stoned together yeah, and bond yeah. the group uh, with Gianelli and <laughs> Benjamin Winters? No.
2: How has Private Benjamin not come up on this podcast before? It's
0: in my, it was in the box and I watched it, I know it I watched it so hard, you know.
2: Can I get your son and Uncle Joe on the podcast? Because uh, you, you got taste. Uncle Joe. Yeah, you got
0: taste taste. Um, yes, and, and I think I, it was so tragic what happened to her at the beginning of the movie. The reason she goes in the army is her husband dies mm. on their wedding night, has a heart attack, when they're consummating their marriage. Mm. And she played... It, it's so funny and so tragic. Mm. And she looked so amazing in an army... Yeah, fatigues. That's the sexiest movie, surely ever.
2: Great, great answer. With a gun. <laughs> <laughs> you like a show of strength, don't you? What is the subcategory of this question? Which is troubling boners, worrying why dance What's the film you found arousing and you thought, ah, oh, I don't think I, know, I should. You've got have a problem done. with it. Go on. Bother some boners. Mm, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's much better. If you, if, if you don't mind me. Doing a punch up on your uh this is where I section. should have got you in earlier. Bothersome bonus. I think it's because I'd never say the word bothersome because I'm not Winnie the Pooh.
0: Right, but I just think because you're going with the yeah, iteration, yeah. you need to find you need to find one. Troubling,
2: it's a good word, troubling. It is troubling, but bothersome. Troubling bonus, but bothersome, it's like bothersome Winnie the, the Pooh okay. talking about his All Winnie. Right. I mean Listen, I I'm gonna think about it and it's an absolutely fair note. I can only what about give you the notes,
0: I can't enforce them. No,
2: and I can treat you like an exec and go, okay, right yeah, now, yeah thanks great, you so much. thank we're you, yeah, yeah, it. yeah. And then, yeah. then you're listening to the next yeah. one, and now we're going, travelling, double yeah. down. <laughs> anyway, okay, what? so for you, in your case, what's the bothers- bothersome thing? I don't know
0: behavior? why, I mean, I think about it, I don't know why I would find it bothersome. I mean, I can say, mm. unequivocally,
2: yeah.
0: I fancied peppermint patty yeah.
2: from Peanuts. Okay. As a child. Uh, I don't know if that gives us anything. It's still a humanoid form, I suppose. Cartoon humanoid, is it? Right. Um, Peppermint Patty is a fine answer. It's whether you're like... It's what you... Find, as in, it's also your interpretation. like right. Where you're like, oh, I wish I weren't into this.
0: Right. Um, and that can just okay. be like the little man. All right, right let's too. come back to
2: it. There's my, okay.
0: It might, might bring something up because... All right. I'd, I'm happy to explore that, but right. I don't...
2: Um, what is objectively the greatest film of all time? <sighs> objectively, not personally, not your favorite, but objectively.
0: Isn't it The Godfather though? Really? A lot of
2: people say that.
0: I mean, I guess um, but I think I can top it.
2: Yeah. I hope so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Fight Club whatever it was not Fight Club. First Fight <laughs> is not See? it. Um, we'll come back to that go on we'll come back to that I, okay. I, I, when expensive. you ask me again I'm probably going to say The Godfather but uh, I think we can talk okay
2: it. what is the film that uh, made you laugh the most Airplane great um, what is yeah. the film that you could or have watched the most over and over again
0: well, it's, it's definitely from the box it's definitely from Uncle mm-hmm. Joe's box you know what it could be right. and nobody will have said this right. um and probably, numerically, there are films that I've seen more yeah. since having kids, because my kids will watch a film over and over again. Yeah. But it could be Saturday Night Fever.
2: Wow. What a dark film.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I watched it in a very different context. I watched it in, hey, it's the guy from Greece, <laughs> and he's dancing, yeah. and it's the Bee Gees. Yeah. And so, you know, those were the movies we had, and I watched it hundreds of times, mm. and... Th- I've seen it hundreds of times since, and if that was on TV, I would have to carry on watching it. Yeah, it's a really good film.
2: It's a really good. I mean, I'm sure we talked about it, but if not, we will talk about it again. It's that it's it's a completely mis misappropriated. Is that the word? Like the 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 oh, like it's a naff disco. I'm yeah, saying. and it's yeah. such a dark, 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 bleak film. No, no it's... one realizes that's no. I, yeah. I feel like most people haven't actually seen it. They've just they know the music and they think it's. Russian dancing moves, but actually right. it's a film that has like rape in it and it's about despair yeah. and not going anywhere. Yeah. And even when he wins the competition, he wins because of racism. So it's yeah. a, a hollow, like, depressing victory and like, fuck, there's a suicide in it. And it's, yeah. it's like, oh, this is not in any way a fun film. Just got a couple no, of nice dancing sequences in it.
0: It's also one of those films that I like and they're the hardest to write where there's for want of a better phrase, a lack of plot. Yeah. You know, there's no, the hero's journey is an internal one. Yeah. As, you know, as much as it is an external one. You know, I like those kind of movies. Mm. They're impossible to write. I'm always in awe of any that work. You know, Grandma's House, to a degree, we wanted to, you know, show slice of life rather than today, you know, and it's super difficult and, you imagine a film of that where you're showing a world mm. that I sort of was alien to me and um a sense like you said a sense of being desperate to escape.
3: Yeah.
0: There's a guy whose brother has escaped to the priesthood and that's not working out and his only th- you know and he likes disco dancing. Yeah. Yeah, that you, know, you say is it's quite bleak. Bleak. Really, really. But somehow incredibly uplifting.
2: Good, 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 surprising answer. No one saw that coming from Uncle Joe's box. Right. Uh, what but is... But not a comedy. But no. But it it's funny Anyone in, in there? It. Anyone in there not a comedy? Uh, Puccino. Right, yeah. Uh, we don't like to be negative on the show. Right. So we'll be fairly quick with this one. What's the worst film you've ever seen?
0: I mentioned The Matrix, which I don't think is the worst film I've ever seen. You and I have both discussed... Uh, I mentioned Ed the Duck as a correction... Howard the Duck. What oh, was Ed it called? The Howard duck.
2: the Duck. Ed the Duck was the one in the broom <laughs> <Lips> cover. <Christ laughs> Andy Peters, Ed the Duck. Yeah, yeah Howard was a bad the Duck.
0: Film. Again, didn't make it all the way through. Yeah. <clears throat> Not my choice that time. Ejected God. from there. Yeah, really unfairly. Another film I walked out of in utter fuming fury was Inception. Just so stupid. Like, <laughs> Ridiculous. Like, I didn't know that. we not it, I'm sure no. I told you that. I just was like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> why so have funny. we got all come here to watch this? Like, <laughs> what, to, why have you made this? It's <laughs> awful." And like, didn't make any. I mean, to me, it's just too clever for me. I think. I, yeah. Because so other clever. people were enjoying it in the, in the cinema, I had to go. I was like, there was a moment when ellen page is asked you go and create a world and we'll meet you back here tomorrow and it's like what and she pops up a whole load of fabulous graphics or whatever you know um make believe world and it's like Mm. what am i meant to what are you asking me to enjoy it this is like i appreciate a beautiful film yeah but I will only really remember laughing or crying. And yeah. this is not, not touching it,
2: me it, I, I like Inception, but it's not an emotional film. That is a fair, it has this sort of thing of the kids, his lost kids, but it never feels particularly... You know, you what, don't what, really there was a moment when
0: it. I said to myself, I don't really understand what's going on here, right. but I said to myself, what are we hoping for here? And it's like, yeah. I think we're hoping that a man... Is not going to go through with a certain business deal. Yes, that's I went. It. Oh right, yeah, yeah, I'm going. And I just
2: got <laughs> up and left at that point. Yeah, it... I... it's not the worst film I've ever seen. Sorry, oh, sorry go, on. go on. No, go on. Well, Inception. I love Christopher Nolan, and I think he's a very, very important man in all of our lives. I think Inception is probably my least favorite. But I think it's sort of. I think my issue with Inception is I think it's excellent. I think it's really well made. It's really clever. It's really brilliant. However. It is really complicated and I understood it. I did follow it. But what I found was once I'd figured it all out, like, okay, so this means, this means, this means this. I was like, so what, what, yeah, what is the point of this? And the point was, yeah, get a businessman to change his mind. And I thought, oh, like it felt like a lot of work for not a particularly emotionally satisfying reason, reward at the end. It was like, okay, I've done all this. You've taken me on this massive journey. (laughs) Oh, that was it, right? <laughs> like, yeah. It, it, yeah. Even though there was this thing with the kids, I never really felt connected to the kids thing. It was more just I think very bit clever ideas. Was and... Where
0: was it? Leonardo DiCaprio was suddenly s- tobogganing
2: or something. Yeah, no, now they're like, going to what? a snow <laughs> <But laughs> no. That all made sense to me. But it was. It's also when you do a thing with dreams in it. There's that people talk about the ending of Inception, and the ending is if the. I have no idea what happened at the end well, of Inception. It's like his rule is if the spinning top. Falls or doesn't fall—I can't remember which one. Then it means it's a dream, or it's not right. a dream, and it ends with the spinning top still spinning. But right. my thing is, in a dream, if the rule is if it falls over, it's not a dream. You can still dream it falls over, and it is right. a dream. So how can you ever know? I don't know. I mean, I can't. I, you can't, even I can't
0: even follow that. <laughs> there's so many. There's so many films that are too clever for me. Right. Yeah. And like, I, you're quite thick, actually. I'm stupid. Aren't you, for and who's and so I clever. only respond to. Why are
2: you so laughing thick? and crying? <laughs> I when was I was a kid, clever. I went
0: to see. I mean, I saw Star Brand Wars. Grandma's
2: house is so clever. And you're so <laughs> how, it's how it's you so thick. It's emotional death. Grandma's house. <laughs> you're an idiot.
0: Didn't understand it. What is
2: the greatest film?
0: It could also be Chariots of Fire.
2: Okay. I'm not sure. It's come up once. It's like
0: it's usually The Godfather. I think
2: it's usually The Godfather. Citizen Kane. Uh, Citizen Kane,
0: yeah. Uh, but I don't think Citizen Kane is. I think they've got, I for me personally, I would think probably The Godfather. Okay. You're not
2: interested, are you? Not really. Well, I mean, I am, unless you've, question, to... either, <laughs> unless you've got something. We're not going to do that question. I don't Unless you've got a hot take on The Godfather, uh, we can move on. I don't mean, we've only... Is it Private We've Benjamin? done two hours. Have we done private. two hours? Yeah. Uh, okay,
0: forget it. I mean, I don't know the answer to that.
2: Okay. Well, um, we'll say The Godfather. Say The Godfather. I might just be saying it to sound cool. I don't know. Well, what's your answer then? I think it's The Life of Brian, actually. That is a great answer. I think not not far off. Okay. I think The Life of Brian is one of the... is a proper masterpiece. In right, terms yeah, of. isn't it? It's profound. Yes. It's very funny and it's properly, seriously profound. I think it has an awful lot to say and it's... Brilliant.
0: And not, yeah, and also in a Monty Python film, you don't expect that yeah. level of,
2: like, cohesion. Yeah, yeah, oh, I, I prefer it to all their films. I yeah. don't like the fact that the Holy Grail sort of ends silly and yeah, yeah, without yeah, an yeah. ending, yeah. and you're like, oh, I, I was invested, and you don't care. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's some hilarious bits in that movie, yeah.
2: but... The Life of Brian is moving and funny yeah. and about wow, serious thing. I mean, that's a proper yeah. fucking movie. Well done, that's the answer. And so controversial. And right, and so sort of. Is right. not right the right word. Transgressive, I guess. Yeah. And but really, but right. But right, and with a yeah. with, a, with yeah. like, it's not um, it's mean. not trite. right. right? Yeah. It's it's, me, it's about. Uh, I think it's it's message, if any, is is one of love and peace. Yeah. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not um, stupid Christianity. It's not that. It's it's more. But
0: they worked so hard to get to the right place yeah. at the end.
2: And then, and then always look on the bright side of life. Is uh, well,
0: that's what I mean. That's incredible. Sort of where Jesus and Brian yeah. <laughs> convene, isn't it? Yeah. It's the post-rationalising now. What a film.
1: Yeah,
2: acceptance. Yeah, yeah. That's the message. Oh, what a film. And so funny, so funny. Come on, mate. There's, there's one more question that sometimes may not be there, it is, and you don't have to answer it. Right. I'm, <clears throat> a sequence from anywhere in the film. doesn't have to be a beginning or ending, but like a favourite set piece.
0: Yeah, I think that's Borat's naked fight, isn't it? It's yeah. just stone cold funny in yeah. any world. As long as there uh, uh, are naked people, that's always going to be funny, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's undeniable.
2: Yeah, It's weird how porno isn't that funny, given how funny in a different context naked people are.
0: Is sometimes, that is that a market? Do you think
2: sometimes porn is funny, but it's to do with context, isn't it? I suppose. But thinking about it, you are right—naked people are nearly always funny. But when they're not funny, is in sex films <laughs> in in porn. If you watch a porn, you don't go. <laughs> 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 but yeah, because it's naked people in the context where they're meant to be when naked. they're meant to be naked. So it's yeah. anywhere they're not meant to be naked. Yeah, right. Okay, that's the that's the caveat. That's the rule of
0: nakedness. <laughs> um, I'm not sure men's dicks are ever funny. They're definitely funny. Yeah, but it's very. There's only two I can think of that like that, funny that make you laugh in yeah. a comedy film. Life of Brian.
2: Yeah. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. So, well, hang on. When it, when a dick's not funny, I mean, there's something about Mary. Yes, when is it's true. What when he finally, you yeah. see it, I guess. When is the dick not funny? Do you see the whole dick in that. You see the dick and balls, remember? I know, you, I can picture beans the Beans and Frank. I can picture
0: the, certainly the boar. I can't remember the dick.
2: The dick is below the Franks, the, the beans. It's Be- below. What? Well, yeah. it you just mess up the whole yeah. arrangement.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's always bold to show a dick in.
2: What's not, when is the dick dominant? not funny in a film? In a porno. Oh, yeah, it's not really funny when um, it's erect, sure. But an unerrated dick is funny, I think. I don't think
0: there's ever been a time... and Like we just said, a, a dick is very funny. Mm. I
3: don't
0: think there's ever been a time where I've left a comedy going. Could have done with a couple more dicks.
2: Yeah. Agre- what? But you're thinking what boobs are funny? Cause Not I, really. This is the strange nakedness
0: thing about... Nakedness is a difficult thing. Yeah, you've changed the rule, actually. Yeah.
2: You said, when is nakedness not funny? Sometimes, quite often. Uh, Again, yeah, nakedness is never funny.
0: <laughs> nakedness, when you're not meant to be naked.
2: Yeah.
0: It's got to be funny.
2: <laughs> yeah. But, you know... But not. <laughs> it's real sense of gray, Is yeah. nakedness
0: funny or not? I don't know anymore. That seems definitely funny. You'll never...
2: Shall you- I get naked and see if we find it funny? <laughs> Yeah, I think we would find it funny if I took... Put Electros
0: on my face and see if I
2: smile. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, God, it's complicated, isn't it? I guess there's no blanket rule to nakedness.
0: Context. Context is everything. We yeah. always forget that.
2: But you're right, and there's levels of nakedness that's funny. I, seeing a dick on stage, maybe not as funny. It's just a bum is funny. Bums are funny, but our dick's funny. Sometimes. <laughs> Dicks are funny sometimes.
0: With the in, like, the, the dick in the life of Brian is funny.
2: Yeah. He opens the windows. Yeah, that's funny. The whatever. Well. But sometimes seeing a dick, a surprised dick, is, is traumatic. But this is sort of quite weird.
0: The dick itself, can, can the dick itself be funny?
2: Like on it, like sort of disembodied, like a shot of a dick?
0: No, I mean, like, can it
2: just... Can it tell jokes?
0: Can you look at it and go, oh, no, that one's not funny?
2: Right, do you think they cast different the actual different dick, dick <laughs> itself. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, look, at the end of Boogie Nights, we get a big shot of a dick and it's a I've, fake. Ju-
0: I've just answered... Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Yes, the Boogie Nights one. Well,
2: yeah, that... It's a stunt dick. You know, yeah. He didn't even use his own dick. It didn't
0: feel real, that one, did it? No. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> we once did a bit mm. in a comedy show we were making which required a dick. Yeah. And on certainly on paper and... In planning, it was always going to be funny, mm. but when the actual dick turned up, we were like, "Oh no, that one's not funny." Oh wow! Well, the person we'd hired to provide the dick,
2: yeah. was from the porn community. What was and his I- name? Was it Johnny Cocktail?
0: <laughs> Johnny, uh,
2: Johnny Cocktail. I don't think
0: so. I don't know. I mean,
2: I did a job with Johnny Cocktail, and he had a, a stunt dick. And he had to put a like Hoover on it, pump maybe. it up, oh, pump it up, no, and then put a ring it. around the end of it. And and we maybe. were told no one bump into him because it'll explode. <laughs> anyway, go on. Well, it would pop. Yeah, it was so, so engorged with. I mean, and also he'd have to take Is up to five, five minutes.
0: That had happened to him.
2: I don't. Well, maybe he'd seen it happen to someone else. But it took. He could only do Surely five minutes. Surely that's an old wives' <laughs> He could only do five minute takes and he had to take a breather, let it down, have half an hour and then pump it up again.
0: No, this guy's, I don't think it was him. He didn't need that. Right, oh, mean,
2: okay.
0: His dick was just too big and floppy and not fun, And like, <laughs> no, just not, it was it. Like, <laughs> can you I describe a funny dick? It looked like a
2: shovel. I mean, it was like. Sounds threatening. What in your head was the funny yeah, dick? Yeah, maybe because it was threatening. Mm. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think that's it. It can't be too.
2: It can't look like it could knock you out. The edge.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, when a dick comes out, I guess all the men in the room have, I guess, partly seen themselves in relation to that dick. Yeah, and it's not that this dick made us feel uncomfortable with our own. It made it made us worried for our safety. Right. I yeah. mean, dick,
2: I in just, your head, what's the funny? What was it in the script? You how were you imagining the dick? Uh,
0: like jolly. <coughs> say a dick needs to be jolly, but perky. It needs to
2: have a. What a Joie de vivre? <laughs> a bit of pep in its step. Yeah, just stunning. Okay. but not angry. That's what it is. You it don't is want a dick have to look a angry. Funny demeanour, mm. like loose.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could be. It, it's like when you cut to it. Yeah, it needs to be doing something funny. It's
2: hanging out. Yeah, it's nonchalant. What it isn't, I think. What I think, if I may, I might stand that it, it shouldn't look angry.
0: Oh, God, no. If the dick looks angry... You're right, yeah.
2: Then it's not funny. But if the dick looks like chill... Bring it on. Yeah. A little shy, it's fine, but anything other than angry,
0: yeah,
2: it's showing his vulnerability. Yeah, be vulnerable. That's what you want. It's comedy, be vulnerable. Yeah. Don't come in here raging. Don't come in with a raging dick and expect us to feel
0: safe. Once it knows its vulnerability, it can then... Relax. Yeah, we can all relax. Yeah. Oh, you're so right. (laughs)
2: What's your favourite film? Oh, don't ask me that. I don't know about films. Private Benjamin? It could be Private Benjamin. Lovely. Um, Dan Swimer, you've been a wonderful guest. Now, when you uh, drove badly... and (laughs) um, Forgot about that. You drove badly and you caused a school bus filled with orphans to... Drive off a cliff and explode in a ball of fire. Your car went off the cliff. And by the way, it's not because you were texting or calling someone. It's just because you're a bad driver. And you landed upside down. People gathered around. The bus was burning. All the children are dead. You're upside down in your seatbelt. And everyone's around filming you, hoping you'll die. Begging. Begging Begging, you die. Some people start hitting the car with bats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. You bastard. You killed all the children. It's just one idiot. Yeah, you were. They go they go before you die i bet you didn't even understand inception you fucking idiot yeah. and you're like Oh i didn't and then <laughs> as and then chris nolan walks past and no what
0: well, yeah what's happening is somebody's gone like no no no. we've got to stop it and then what's up what someone else goes he didn't like inception
2: <laughs> and we go all right let it fall no nolan walks past chucks a lit cigarette catches fire <laughs> your yeah. car goes up close everyone's Cheering. Cheering him off, handing him awards. They're cheering, yeah. they're dancing around, mm. watching your car burn you and it to death. Yeah. Uh, now, when... And we left it there. They left mm. it there. I say we, I was there. Yeah. We left it there. We left the charred remains of the car and you there. Well, we did a very moving memorial service for the school children. Yeah. Um, we left you rotting... Uh, upside down in, yeah. a, in a in a burned out car yeah anyway about a couple of years later I was like did we ever bury Dan and someone was like no fuck I forgot about that and we go down the cliff and mm. there's you you've now grown with mould there's rot over you there's yeah. trees growing out of the bits yeah. of you and everything also you're so welded to those bits of the car so anyway we get up thing of chainsaw, we're chopping up the car, getting as much as we can. I I zoned out during this. I suddenly realised
0: what we're doing to me. Yeah, Yeah. I
2: know. I mean, you're right to. Anyway, (sighs) finally, I put the pieces of you in the car. My family are watching this now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because it's attracted, like, local news (laughs) now. (laughs) They're watching it at home. Yeah. They're probably cheering because they don't know. (laughs) The car's so mangled, they don't recognise the car. Yeah. They go, well, and also, only a week ago they saw Inception and they loved it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, so we're packing you in, everyone's right. excited, even your children. Yeah. It's an absolute mess in the yeah. coffin. And there's more of you than we thought. Yeah. So we've overstuffed the coffin. Okay, like
0: on the local news, the, on the text underneath is
2: idiot. <laughs> <laughs> idiot buried in coffin too small. Yeah. Appropriately and your children are like yeah and finley takes a no. shit on oh, the tv not screen Finley, yeah <laughs> it does a dirty party so yeah. delighted that idiot mm. is dead yeah anyway you're in this coffin there's not much room after all that especially with finley's shit joining in yeah there's only enough room to slide one dvd into the side of the coffin you can take that to the other side, and on the other side, every night is movie night, and one night it's your movie night. What film are you taking to show everyone in heaven?
0: Off the top of my head, yeah. I feel like I want to show them stir crazy.
2: An amazing answer. I feel like they could do with a laugh. <laughs> They've probably not seen it. They've not seen it since they died, for sure. No one's brought it up there. It was one of my <laughs> first choices out of Uncle Joe's box
0: Uncle every Jim. time. And it's Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. Yeah. Absolutely crushing on every level. What a lovely time they're going to have. And I think they'll like it. And I think they will... I think I'll maybe on the night... Would I do a speech or something? Would yeah, I say yeah, to look out good. for bits? Yeah, yeah, I think I would say to look, like, to look out for... There's two moments that always make me laugh about... Gene Wilder's performance in that and it's when people are trying to make him have a horrible time and he has a good time it's a very funny comedy trait somehow especially for someone like Gene Wilder and when they make him do a rodeo horse in the guy's (laughs) office and he's really good at it always (laughs) makes me laugh and it's a plot point really because they want him to go in the rodeo don't they and also when they string him up Hmm. And they let him... They stream him up by his arms overnight. The worst torture you can imagine yeah. in prison. And he gets down and he goes like, oh, my my back has really sorted me out like, so much. It always <laughs> made me chuckle that.
3: Yeah.
0: Along with the line, what's the matter? Has Grace been farting on you? Just because farts were funny out <laughs> there.
2: They still are. Right. Yes, yeah,
0: so I think... Like, And I hadn't thought about that too much, but I think... I'd give them a good night with Sir Crazy. Yeah, that's
2: a great answer. They're, yeah. they're, they're grateful to see you, actually. I think you're going to be forgiven for the uh, the massacring of all of those <laughs> <laughs> Because of Sir Crazy. Could
0: have, I could have thought that through the How I Die well, one. Um,
2: Dan Swami, you've been an excellent guest. And for someone who never does a podcast and I had to beg you to come on here, I think our listeners will agree, it was worth it. Is there anything you'd like people to look out for, even though you don't like being looked at or thought about? I don't think so. If people want to enjoy
0: anything that I've had anything to do with, then that makes me happy. We've not but seen Grandma's house. I, I wouldn't want them to watch revisiting. it just because just because of me. Wow. Well. I'd want them to enjoy it because it, they thought it was good. But that said, Simon Armstrong's Netflix stand-up special is coming out soon and they can enjoy that. Um, that'll make me happy if people enjoy that, I think. And um, if Sasha Baron Cohen happens to come out with something in the next few years. Um, I hope
2: they enjoy that, but they don't need me to tell them. Dan Swymer, thank you for uh, being so open and honest. Oh, did we find out what you're running from? Yeah, uh, always just running from being found out, I think. I think that you disappointed your parents too many times and you had to leave the country. Thank you so much for coming on <laughs> the show, Dan. You've been wonderful. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as you do listen to it. Happy... New Year to you, and good day, sir. Thanks so much. Thank you. So that was episode 75. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Brett Goldstein for all the extra stuff we've done. I think there's a good 30 minutes extra, so worth a look, isn't it? £2 a month? Come on, mate. Also, please go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and write about the film that means the most to you and why. If you have a look on there... Loads of people have been doing it. They're all fucking moving stories. My God. Have a read. You'll have a cry. Also, if you do do that, it means it helps the numbers. More people can see it. I can keep making this. We can keep doing this until we all die. Uh, thank you. For those of you coming tonight to the BFI, let's have a right old time. If you can't come to the live show tonight, next year I'm going to be doing loads of live shows. I'm basically doing sort of one a month in different places, not just in London. So keep your eyes peeled. Get on my Twitter uh, at Brett Goldstein or my Instagram at Mr. Brett Goldstein, and I'll probably keep it updated or something and I'll try, and, you know, I mean, I'm not very good at admin but give me a break and, you know what I mean, I do my best. Anyway, thank you so much to Dan for doing the show and for being so good. Uh, thank you to Scroobius Pip and the Distraction Pieces Network. Thanks to Buddy Peace for producing it. Thanks to Acast for hosting it. Thanks to Adam Richardson for the graphics and Lisa Lydon for the photography. Come join me next week where I'll put out something nice for Christmas. And if I don't see you, let's face it, the likelihood is I'm only going to see about 90% of you. Um, But to the 10% that I don't see, happy Christmas. And in the meantime, have a lovely week and please be excellent to each other.